And I think that that's a much better reaction than me just not sharing at all or Mm -hmm. shutting down or feeling like you don't listen to me. Like whatever other stories that I was telling myself before, those stories don't happen. And I'm, it's much quicker for me to process that like, Oh, the reason that I don't feel like my cup is full or I don't feel like I was hurt is because you tried to problem solve. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Buffet Podcast. It's your favorite hosts, Brandon and Sandra. <laughs> this is episode 114. Ooh, a lover's episode. Well, two words can be the lover's episode, but gotta wait like a, a minute for the end to get there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 114, and if you haven't already, just go ahead and hit that like and subscribe, and you know, saying if you're really bang, we'll just go ahead and hit that, uh, that notification so you will be notified when we drop new content. That new, new. That new, new. That new, new. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? It's been, uh, been a co- two weeks? it's been a couple weeks since we did an episode, but that's okay. We've been keeping y'all good with the, with the clips, you know, so I hope y'all been... You know, checking them out, liking them, and commenting. If you know, I know y'all haven't been commenting. I've been watching. Not all of oh. y'all been commenting, but you know, what I'm saying like, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. But no pressure. He said comment or else. Now did you, you say even that? see it? Yeah, did you see? It? Do we even do, do you even know what we talking about on there? That's true. You know what I'm saying, but yeah, yeah. See, we got we got some favorable re- uh, responses on the from the the father clips. You know, what I'm saying about mm-hmm. you know giving giving props to fathers and. The importance of fathers during the pregnancy and thing, you know, see gift and things of that nature. So, you know, what I'm that's that's see, good. Yes. Nice to see, you know, uh, you know, dads and and men that you know hitting me up and being like, "Yo, I appreciate you," you know, saying something like, you know, dropping something like this is it was very like cool to hear. I'm 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 summarizing, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, very favorable. Like, thanks. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> happy to do it for oh, you. Yeah, happy to do it for the fellas, man. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We, we, need, we need to. I put on. We need it, man. Yeah, we got to put on, man. We got to put on for ourselves if, if nobody else. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. So, how you feeling, babe? I'm good. We had a pretty good day. We had a pretty good weekend. Mm-hmm. But we have been active and out of the house mm-hmm. all weekend. Yeah. A lot of errands on Friday. Yeah. Uh, mix between we didn't actually run any errands yesterday. We really just went to the movies, which was good. Popcorn, but sin. Okay, popcorn mm-hmm. too good. Saw, saw that uh American that American fiction. fiction. Pretty good movie. Pretty good movie. Yeah, little funny, little cringy, but yeah. funny. And you know, cringe funny. Yes, it was. It gave very much. Uh, it reminded me of Get Out, not in the sense of like the similar premise, but of like. White people are going to love this and not get all of the jokes being made at their expense. Yeah. So there's a point in the movie where there are five people in a room, three of which are white, two of which are black, and they're trying to make a decision about something. And in the in the decision making process, the three white people are for and the two black people are against. And the one white person says, like, I don't understand. Like, this is really a time where we need to amplify black voices. We have to put this book at, as our top choice. And I bust out laughing because I'm like, there's literally two black people in front of you telling you no and telling you the reason why it is a no. Mm -hmm. And you think like amplifying black voices means that you put this one 
trauma, black trauma porn book at the top of this literary list when the two black people in the room are like, no, no don't, yeah, don't do this. This is not, it's not real. I don't know why you're getting off on this. I bust out laughing in the theater. Just me. Just mm-hmm. me. I thought that stuff was other so black people, funny. The, the you know the black people that we saw, they, yeah. they kind of chuckled too. But the white people that was directly behind us, nothing. They was like, get... hey, "What's going on?" Yeah, we cringing <laughs> at parts and then, ah. Ooh, yes. It's a very good movie. It like was. I definitely recommend y'all check it out. It's up for a bunch of uh, awards and and things of that nature. Well worth it. You know what I'm saying? Pretty star-studded cast. Yeah. And I think that they did a good job of covering a variety of topics and uh, in a short amount of time. I don't think that it was crazy long. There's mm-hmm. definitely a thread of his family, like the relationship that he has with his family, what that did, the relationship between his parents, what that caused for him and his siblings in terms of their relationships mm-hmm. and then their respective marriages and, and one brother being closeted. Like there mm-hmm. were a lot of things that were happening in the film on top of this like through line of black trauma porn and how people respond to it and what books get to be the black books and yeah. Yeah. how those are promoted and received. So I thought it was really good. It mm-hmm. definitely... um could spark a lot of good conversation as Absolutely. well as it was an enjoyable watch. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not your typical, like, ugh, white guilt movie. Yeah. It's not. It's not even really a white guilt movie for real. But uh, go watch it. Go check it out. Yeah. And that is our ad for the day um, <laughs> that we're not getting paid for, mm-hmm. by the way. Free promo. Free promo. Free promo. Free promo. We're not advertising free promo. We're just saying we did that. We did that because out of the kindness of our hearts because we really enjoyed the movie. We hope that you guys will as well. Mm-hmm. Now, we we had some bar. It was uh, speaking of the movie, we pulled a bar from that movie that was like, "Ooh, it was about potential." Uh, one of the so one of one of the the, the the main character was talking about like black people and like the potential that he sees in black people. Of course, you know. And the response to the person he was speaking to was like, you know, potential is what we, it's like what we see when, or what we say or something. We speak about the potential when what we see isn't good enough. And I was like, oh my, oh my. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a bar right there. Because in every every context that we speak about or hear about, if you think about it, when they say when we talk about potential, we're really thinking about like because of what we see right now is just it's not where we want it to be, but we think they can be there mm-hmm. in a sense. And then I guess if I'm trying to nice it up, but so at it, but at the end of the day, it's like you you see that you talk about a potential because what you see right now is just not good enough. So you're focusing on what could be as opposed to what is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. The only place where I see that not 100% being true is when we're talking about un well no I guess that's the same thing unrealized potential can sometimes be in the form of a person who is like a kid right like they have the Mm. potential to be the next whatever whatever or they have the potential to go really far Mm -hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not good enough it just means that you haven't fully realized your potential you're not old enough to take advantage of that potential it's something that is there Mm -hmm. but it has to be nurtured developed further in order for it to produce fruit right Mm -hmm. like it's sometimes potential is a seed potential is like a 
this thing that could be something Mm -hmm. greater. And in the case of relationships, I think that there is a place to look for potential, to dream about what your life could potentially look like with this person. But there isn't a place for potential in terms of who they are. Mm -hmm. That's not where you should invest your potential. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that distinction that, Damn, that's a good point. You know, I like that. Like, look for the potential in the relationship that you can have with somebody, but don't look for the potential in how a person in how a person is. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, huh. I think he has the potential to be a really great guy. No, he ever is or he ain't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, that's possible. But for but you gotta you have to deal with reality. And right mm-hmm. now, this person. Is not a good person. Yeah, sure they can be better or they can be a good person, but right now with the person you're seeing today and probably tomorrow, they are not. So mm-hmm. come holler at me when you are a good person or no. Yeah, dang, that's real. Because mm-hmm. the other thing I think I can't remember where I heard this because content is everywhere, but it was something to the idea of. When we, when you're thinking about potential for a person, mm-hmm. you can put a dream on them that is not theirs. Like, mm-hmm. I see him having the potential to be a CEO. You know what it makes mm-hmm. me think of? Mm-hmm. That couple from the, the show. There's a couple on the show that we've been watching called Couples Therapy. Right, we kind of addicted. And they're in that, in season two of that show, there's a woman who would like to work from would like to no longer work, would like to be a stay at home mm-hmm. mom, got with a man who she's like, I think he has the potential to do X, Y, and Z, but he's lazy. He just won't do these things that will make it possible for me to be a stay at home mom. And I'm fed up. I'm you're tired. You're useless. You're less yes. than useless right now. I'm like, Your oh existence God. irritates yeah. me. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think of that particular situation where, oh my gosh, a lawyer. Oh, you're a lawyer. Okay. Lawyers can potentially make X, Y, Z a year if they work really hard. If, you know, if these things happen, there's potential for me to get this dream that I want of being mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom. But that's your idea of how he wants to use his potential, not mm-hmm. his idea of how he wants to use his potential. And I, again, I still can't remember where I heard it from, but it was like, if you get with someone and you're thinking about where you see them going, make sure that they also see themselves going in that place. The only way that a man is actually going to level up in a relationship with a woman that is supportive to him is if she's supportive of the thing that he innately wants to do. To do. If I have a dream that you will be CEO, Ooh. but you never wanted to be CEO, and I'm trying to groom you yeah, to be a CEO, to be a CEO like you're, you're not going to do it or wherever whatever way you do it is not going to be to my specifications or liking because you don't want to you don't you're not innately passionate about it so i don't know where exactly where i was going but that's what i was that's what this potential thing makes me think of is when you invest in the potential of who a person can be and it isn't their innate desire you are going to be fighting a battle you are going to be doing all the work in that situation because they never wanted to do it anyway yeah and then even if they do it it's they're not going they're not going to give it the full, you know, their full power. They're not going to mm-hmm. go as hard as they would be because this is not something that they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is something that was forced upon them and something they feel like they have to do. So I'm just going to, I'm going to give it the bare minimum to not have you on me, I guess. Uh, but hey, you better be careful while you're talking before they start calling you a pick me. Oh, 
call me a pick me? The uh, unhappy people. About what? What did I say that was pick me ish? Oh, uh, I've been picked, hoe. In any up, but back to facts. But any anything that could be of support to a man in any way, shape, or form. How how dare you? Speak like, hey, make sure that if you're going after the right, say going after the right things. No, no, that you don't have the right to say that. You sound like a pick me. I can never. No, I don't think so. I mean, of course, I wouldn't. I don't know if anyone wants to be a pick me. So if you do, great to you. But I don't want to be seen as a pick me. But I do want to be seen as honest. Yeah. And I do think that that's honest. And that's I think real. that it works both it ways. Does. It's absolutely right. Like the idea of you can't turn a hoe into a housewife is a person who is choosing someone potential. who they think has that's a potential. potential to be a housewife. <laughs> like that's you, funny. you want to turn this person into someone that they are that's not. That's so funny. That is the that that is literally the equivalent like how we get on women. About get, getting with these quote unquote bummy guys and then it not working out, but you did, but then the woman being mad that like, oh, I chased a man for his potential and this is what what it got me. You you sound exactly like the men who chase after these thought thoughtful women, uh, you know, trying to turn them into a housewife or you know trying to make them like you ain't got to do this work no more you can come over here you ain't got to do this no more you can be over here and they don't want to do that and then they get burnt or in some way shape or form and then suddenly women ain't nothing but H's and T's yeah so wow so they're the, the different sides of the same coin mm-hmm. yeah the, damn yeah I think they're this couples therapy show has opened my eyes to how so many of the dynamics that play out in relationships are just tropes. They're just themes that are playing out Very for themish. different people from different walks of lives, but just themes, just themes that are playing out. Um, and it's so interesting that for the therapist in the show, and which I, a reason why I think I wouldn't be a good therapist because there is a certain amount of patience and waiting that has to happen mm-hmm. for you to be able to softly bring someone in onto what it is that you're seeing. But I feel like she can tell from, from session one, like, okay, this is what's going on here. This is probably why it's going on here. But if I tell you that I'm not doing you the real service, you have to increase your awareness to be able to see it yourself or else you're going to use me as a crutch or use what I'm telling, the information that I'm giving you yeah. as a crutch. Well, like, my, what the therapist said, eh, exactly. eh, so, you, you got, eh, eh. so you're trying to weaponize you exactly. know, the, the, the therapy. And of course, there's sometimes, I'm speaking as a therapist here, there's sometimes where you think you know, and then as you and then as you go along, you're like, oh, okay, it was really this that mm-hmm. caused it. So that is also true. But usually, I, like a lot of times, like, it's like, I can see, you can see like what the... Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the solution is, but just how their varying barriers are affecting mm. their ability to reach whatever outcome they want to reach. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And this, I, it's another part of it is it's not your job to judge, it's not. right? Because I feel like that I've identified what your problem is can feel like a judgment. Yes. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah, that too. That too, and also you, and I, and saying like, why well, I, I have identified what the problem is. You are looking at it from 
your own personal perspective mm. with your own personal background. So for you, it's like, well, if it was me, first of all, I wouldn't be in this situation. So obviously it'd be easy to get her out of it, but it's like they don't have the same live life experiences as you live life experience as you do. Uh they may not have the same tools that you have. The the pre- the societal pressures that may be on them may be different than yours. So mm-hmm. it's effect- impacting them in a different way. The way in which they were raised to think is different than yours. Uh what may not be a big deal to you can be a huge deal to somebody else and vice versa. So all those things play a part in why that person is sitting in front of you. And it's very easy. It's very easy to want to tell people, tell the clients what to do. I think that's one of the first things that as a therapist, you got to like stop yourself from doing. Yeah. Like giving advice and telling them what they, what they should do. Obviously, there are some times where they ask you, like, hey, what would you do in a situation? Or what do you think? And that is still very tough to do it. Uh, so, yeah, it's very hard. Especially when you say, like, oh, you gotta do, all you got to do is do this. All you got to do is do this. And you got you to be like, chill. One How plus can, one equals yeah, two, yeah, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never called anyone dummy. But, uh, anyone, any clients? Well, yeah, I've called people dummies. But, yeah, any, necessary, not any, any clients. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it, it is a. It can be a very tough place to be as a therapist for sure. But to keep going with this uh, couples therapy show, most of the things that we see that that they're bringing are themes, like you said, but they are reoccurring themes mm-hmm. and themes that have been there from the beginning. I haven't seen anyone. Any of the couples that we've seen in the, I guess, uh, yeah. season and a half, that's, that's common. They're, they've been like, this is a pattern that's suddenly manifested. Yeah. It's always been like, this is something that's been a problem since we, when we met or shortly after we met. Mm-hmm. And it, it started manifesting. It's never like, it's never, it never comes as a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's just, they've been dealing with it for so long. And now it's to a point where they can no longer deal with it for whatever reason. And now we're here in front of you. And I think that is what it is. It, it, it sucks. It sucks. It's like, it's like, yo, you hate this so much, but they've been doing this since you met them. You went through our, like, how we get here? And it's very easy for that judgment to come in and be like, I could never, like, this is a, why I could never do this. Like, why Why would you go forward with this? With this? It, but it's hap- it seems like it happens so often to so many people that I got to believe that it is like a human Thing. Like no one is no one is immune yeah. to being in that position, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very very easy to fall into that arrogance. Of like I could never. I'm quite sure that you could, and you probably have. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right, babe. There definitely are. Well, there are a couple of things that I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. One, I think a uh, big shift for me last year was moving away from a mindset of like pathology. Like there's a problem that needs to be solved versus like better man. Like I can get better. I can do better. And I think that having the, you can get better. We can do better mentality as a therapist is a big help because then you're not in problem solving mode. It isn't like something is wrong with you or something is wrong with the other person or something is wrong with the relationship. And I'm here to fix it. It's like the relationship can be better. Let's figure out how to make the relationship better, which is a much 
healthier and help more helpful approach as opposed to like seeking to find mm-hmm. who is to blame or what is to blame. So maybe I should take back, not that I can't be a therapist. I just can't be a th- couples therapist because I definitely be like, you wrong. And if you would just change, things would be better. Yeah. So I'm putting that on record right now. Don't come to me for sure. You shouldn't therapy. be a couples therapist if you do that? No. Nah. I think a couples therapy, I think, that's the best place to have a solution focused uh, approach. But how you say that's not something that you probably be to, well, you could be. If, if you keep the focus on how to make the relationship better as opposed to blaming people. But that's the hardest that's thing. The, and that's, that is the hardest thing. And, and it's going to be hard to keep them, each person, uh, bought into that concept mm-hmm. when they probably each come, come in, into it thinking that it's because the other person is X, Y, and Z. So it's it'll take a lot of patience. So yeah, I I thought for a second I was like, well, maybe I could do that. Nah, I don't have the patience for it. I don't think I don't think I have I don't think I have the patience for it. At least right now, where I am in my life right now, That's mm, true. I don't have the patience for it. That's true. Who I knows? Couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, 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 no. So a big shout out to a couple of therapists out there. You know what I'm saying y'all, the good ones y'all here doing. I was about to God's say work. the good ones are doing God's work. You are worth your weight in gold because it's also a lot to have two people coming at you at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Pause. Fast forward. <laughs> but to your point, one last thing before we move on. Mm-hmm. To your point about, whoa, come back. You said something. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, the themes, the themes, and the themes being present from the very beginning and mm-hmm. how, and seeing those themes or seeing how things are like, uh, through lines and people's relationships that you, again, start to pass that judgment. And that makes me think of maybe a part of my belief is that whatever is an issue for us right now is not going to be an issue forever because we're going to grow and learn. I think that it becomes a forever issue for the couples who, like Gottman says, like don't learn how to manage it. Mm-hmm. Not, how to work around it. Yeah, how to, how to work around it. How to let it exist. How to let the hurts happen and then forgive and then move forward and then see the nuance in it. Not see every situation as a carbon copy of the last time that you, you know, broke my trust or a carbon copy of the last time that you left the house for hours. Like how to, I'm going to call this time. I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to try. That was just my initial thought. I don't know. I don't know how much of that is true, but I guess my belief is that, yes, we have problems that have come up more than once in the course Mm -hmm. of our three-year relationship, but each time they're a little bit different and we do a little bit better with them, I think. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. the, The issue that... So I would say that... The issues show up, but it it never shows up in the same way. Mm-hmm. I w- would think. I think. Mm. I'm trying to, and, I, and I'm I'm trying to backtrack it and thinking like, what do I mean by that? Well, I thought maybe the problem solving. If I bring an I issue to you and you immediately go into problem solving mode, my response to that is, I wanted to vent. I wanted you to just hear me. I did not want you to problem solve. And so your response has been to, okay, well, she probably just wants to vent nine times out of 10. So I'm going to try to 
reject my initial response to problem solve. But there are still times where where you fall into it. And I'm like, nope, I never asked. I didn't ask for that. I don't want that. This is what I'm looking for. Whereas before I would be like, you are making me feel this way or you are doing this. Mm. Now it's just like, hey, I appreciate that you invited me into a conversation to be vulnerable. For instance, like you asked me if I'm okay. I tell you how I'm feeling. I appreciate that you invited me into that space to be vulnerable. Now, because I opened up and I shared what was going on with me, I felt a little bit better, but then you try to problem solve. And so I didn't feel like it didn't, the conversation didn't fill my cup in the way that I needed it to. Next time, can we do X, Y, Z? And I think that that's a much better reaction than me just not sharing at all or Mm -hmm. shutting down or feeling like you don't listen to me. Like whatever other stories that I was telling myself before, those stories don't happen. And I'm, it's much quicker for me to process that like, oh, the reason that I don't feel like my cup is full or I don't feel like I was hurt is because you tried to problem solve and then to share that with you and then it'd be over. That's a good point. You know? Mm-hmm. And also for you understanding that me going into the problem solving is not me not wanting to hear you out or not caring about you like venting is just, that is just a natural, normal, immediate reaction to hearing what, to me, it sounds like a problem, mm-hmm. and it's a it's been a journey of learning to to add, just that just to ask it's like hey is this, a, is this are you are we venting what are we looking for here and like you said I have not been this this is not a hundred percent thing for me right now mm-hmm. and I'm not hundred percent sure if it ever will be and mm-hmm. I'm not ever going to make a guarantee that it ever will be either all I can say is like I will continue to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it'll it'll become easier uh, to do. It'll become more instinctual the more the more it happens, the more we do it. Um, but I doubt it'll ever be a hundred percent. But it it would absolutely be be more than what it was. The average is only gonna get higher, babe. That's that's the hope. Mm-hmm. That is the hope. Moving from MVP, most valuable problem solver, to MVO, most valuable. No, I'm listener. still the most valuable problem solver as well, but. Yeah, I'm I'm also gonna be an MVL. <laughs> I'ma try. Okay. I'ma I'm try my best, babes. Okay, you gonna play a clip for us? Yeah. Close yeah, it up. yeah, moving into the next point. I, Close, I found this uh clip. I thought it was a little I think I thought it was humorous. Humor humorous. <laughs> so that's a weird, weird word, but uh humorous. thought it was funny. Uh some of us may have heard or seen this pastor before. Um, he does look familiar. Do you they, know who he is? Yeah, I've seen I've seen other stuff of, of his that pop up. He's one. He they show a lot of his not some of his stuff before about he just be keeping it real with his congregation. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be cursing too, but I'm not hundred percent. But uh, I can't remember exactly what his other uh, clip was. Mm-hmm. But let me. Do they on. have his name in the comments? Is this Creflo Dollar? Well, that's why I say I've seen this man before. But this Creflo Dollar? Oh, oh, it's not. I didn't know that. Do they have that in the comments? No, I'm just looking at the. So it is him. Yeah, it's him. Okay. Cool, 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 what a name. Right? So we found finna play it. We're bringing it up. And don't you dare get married to somebody talking about, I've never seen him angry since I met him. It is not time to marry that person. You need to see how he how he looked. 
And you need to ask that woman, how you look without your makeup? Don't put none on tomorrow. I need to see. The hat you got on your head, is that yours or did you purchase it? And if you purchase it, is it paid for or are you in debt? I need to know. When you blink your eyes, are those your eyelashes or, or did you buy those from somewhere? I need to know. You smell good today, but what about tomorrow morning? I need to know. Do you believe in taking showers at night or in the morning? Do you believe in taking three days off and then take shower? How is your relationship with soap and water? I need to know. Last girl, her face, I she felt she was like, huh, I feel like she felt ah, personally attacked. That's funny. But yeah, I thought that was funny, especially that shower one. That was, that's crazy. That's crazy work. But I guess this is something that needs to be talked about these days. Uh, it was, you know, it was a little funny that toward, towards the end, but also very important. Like hygiene is stupidly important. Everything he listed is of importance. <laughs> Yeah, everything he listed is of importance as a man. That is a good question. What you look like without your makeup? That is a tremendously important question. What you look like without your makeup? Is that your? If that's not your hair, what do you look like when you have your natural hair out? Like when if if civilization broke down tomorrow, how how would you how would you look if you couldn't go to the store to purchase the things that upkeep you? Mm-hmm. If we was locked in the house during COVID, what would you have looked like? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like, what? What is? What does that? What does that look like? Same thing for for men. Is that your hairline? Did you purchase that hairline? Is is that that clean lineup? Is that your hair or is that the the Beijing? Yeah, the Beijing they put they they put on that. And these are you know what's your you know what what's your skincare routine looking like? You know how do you shower? You know I'm saying what's your room look like? You know I'm saying what's under your bed? You know I'm saying is a bunch of plates and things. It's man and woman. Employees. These are all important. These are all important questions that we don't perhaps we don't. Well, is, is that something you can ask? That's something you have to see. That's true. I mean, I think that's a part of where the maxim you don't know someone until you live with them comes from. Mm-hmm. Right. Of like, you really don't know what this person's habits are day in and day out until you actually over time. live with them. Right. Over time. Because a weekend is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody can be, every, is, everyone can be, everyone can put on for a weekend. Yeah. And also if it's not, if the visit is in either person's space, a part of it is about respecting the other person's space. If you're at my house, you're going to act differently than you would mm-hmm. at your house. And while I'm at your house, I'm going to act differently than I would at my house because I want to have a certain amount of respect for your your space. But when we are in a shared space and it's our house, mm-hmm. that probably goes out the window. And so how do you behave in that instance, in those circumstances? And Those things can be telling. That's Those things can be, can be real telling. She come over to your house and she immediately talking about how your your joint need to be moved and changed and how this look better. That might be a yellow flag. I'm just gonna say yellow. I ain't gonna say red because she might have a point. I'm just gonna say it's a yellow. It's a, it's a, it could be a yellow uh, flag if she's not considerate of like how you like to have your stuff. Yeah, if she's not considerate of your autonomy, then yeah. that's a problem. If it's because like, you don't want to be in a space where mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with someone and your voice no longer matters. Mm-hmm. Because what I know is best. Mm-hmm. I, You know, like, if it's not a conversation of like, oh, I love some of the things that you have in your place, but I'm really into interior decorating. I'd love to see if we could, like, add a little bit more of you in here. Mm-hmm. It needs to look... These kind of things will, like, really brighten up the space, make it look a little bit better. 
Let's let's incorporate the things that yeah. you like and then elevate it through my knowledge of how to make better make this work. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and mm-hmm. instead of being like, ooh, ooh, that was a big yawn. Instead of being instead of just assuming that your, your shit way, ugly. yeah, your shit ugly because it's not how I would do it. it therefore, you were you were wrong and I am right. And we are the only right way is my way. Type or the right way. Not a good look. Um, yeah, so what did you think of that clip? I like it. I definitely agree with you. I think it's a little bit funny. Mm. Um, and I do think a part of what he is calling out is that knowledge of a person going into marriage is important. But you need to feel like you know who this person is through different seasons mm-hmm. of their life as opposed to just in this very happy I love you the honeymoon stage, stage of a relationship. Yeah, I do we do I know I do not. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure Sandra will agree with it, but correct me if I'm wrong, we don't do not condone making long-term life decisions as in like marriage and things based off of the honeymoon stage of your relationship. You definitely need to see each other in different in different seasons. Uh, got to see them. You know how they are under pressure. You know how do they feel, how they feel when they how do they act and how do they behave and how do they treat you when they are when things aren't going their way. You know because when they, things are going their way, everything is sweet. But mm-hmm. what about when things aren't going their way? How do they treat you then? You know, how, going on trips together. I think that's very very important. Like get out of each other. Go somewhere where you're not in each other's space. Mm-hmm. Somewhere like a neutral space. Outside of town or what have you, whether you're going to the next city over, going across the state lines, or you're even going international for more than a couple of days. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, how does that look like? Well, I think we've mentioned that before. Like traveling together, that's already a stressful process. How how was the trip planned? Did she take over? Did he take over all of the planning? What were they micromanaging about everything? Do did they not? In, Ask for your input about the things that you wanted to do or things that you, how you, the things you wanted to experience during this trip. What was the, the, the each other's responsibilities? Did they follow through on it? Mm-hmm. Um, how did they act on during the travel? Did, did they drag their feet and almost make y'all late for things that could have been easily avoidable? Um, how did they handle when things, when things don't go their way? Like, you know, lay- layovers and things of that nature. <sighs> how do they, how are they? When they get into the hotel room, day three, the day four, what that hotel room looks like, what they side look like. Mm. All of these things are very, very important that will inform you as to who they are. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I gave y'all a lot of a lot of gems on that one. You did. It was it was a little ranty. I know. Why gotta be why don't call it a rant? I'm just speaking from the heart. It was a freestyle. It was a freestyle. Long time. Hot 16, mm-hmm. 18. Whatever. I'm not sure how, how we count bars. <laughs> but no, I hear you, babe. I definitely think that having an opportunity to observe a person's behaviors and actions in various states helps inform your knowledge of them. Now, same as we said before, like you can't date for potential. So if you see something... If you see something, say something. If you see a behavior that you don't like, that does not work well for you, there is no time like the present to be able to address what you have observed. And you can do that lovingly. It doesn't necessarily have to be conflict. Mm -hmm. But just like I noticed that you can be very X. Or I noticed that you can get very anxious around, you know, time and being on time for things. 
what what does that look like for you? Like, what are you experiencing when you go through that? Because for me, it makes me start to feel mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I start to feel rushed. I start to feel panicked and anxious and I can't enjoy my time because now I'm feeling like I have to manage your anxiety or now I'm with you on this manic ride of feeling (laughs) anxious. So I love to talk about what, what you're experiencing and see if there's something that we can do differently or something that you maybe need to do differently to make sure that you don't find yourself in that space. Take a collaborative approach of like, what can we do to make this better for you? Mm Because you driving me crazy. Hey. Yes. I like that. That is correct. That is the collaborative approach. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is ready or willing to do that, but find you the ones that are. Because mm-hmm. um, those are the ones that you're going to be able to go to distance mm-hmm. with. Those are the one. Those, those are the ones that you're likely going to be able to move past conflict and you know maintain a steady state of things. People who who are willing and able to be collaborative and. You know, Bro. Yeah. And I'm sorry I keep yawning. I think I'm ready to eat. <laughs> Ooh, she's hungry. Yeah, I think I'm ready to eat my, Dang. my so, breakfast. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna have to wrap this oh. up. Um so I think I I think we got like another ten ish minutes to get out of her. Uh and then we just gonna have to, you know, shut it down because I gotta feed my baby. Thank you. Uh-huh. Snickers commercial. You're not you when you're hungry. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. not. But yeah, I mean, we won. I think this was one like the last thing I think we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about. Oh well, I did have one other oh, thing. So Brandon and I, of course, are engaged, which means that we are on the oh, road yeah. to being married. And we were thinking about doing a premarital series. I mean, a lot of the content that we have put out so far has been premarital, like having people think about what it's like in the early stages of their dating up until the point where they're in a serious, committed relationship. But I was thinking that it might be fun for us to have something be very mm-hmm. focused on just the premarital season, the season of engagement where you're like, Ooh, okay. We about to do this big thing and mm-hmm. like explore some of the things that's that, like, yeah, that are on our mind. Um, explore some of the things that we, we skills that maybe we are trying to build and explore. <laughs> um, and any other topics that are top of mind for y'all, especially folks who have already been through that season of engagement and are now in their marriage. If you can remember back then, um, what what things were you curious about? Mm-hmm. We could definitely do an episode on prenups. We could do yeah. an episode on what? I was going to say, what were the things that you wish you would have known yeah. at the start of the initial stages of the the engagement that you didn't find out? Or when you found out, it, it, it was a very tough time it was a it was a challenge to get through but then if you only just had maybe this piece of information or that piece of information would have made things smoother what what are those things Mm -hmm. to the people who experience those things yeah let us know let us know Mm -hmm. so yeah if you are interested we're probably still going to do it um (laughs) yeah so i was like if you're interested if, if you're interested let us know if you're not interested i mean i guess you can let us know too but we're probably still going to do the series because this is kind of our life right now and uh, that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about the things that is that is going on in our life, in our mm-hmm. life, and that is what is becoming more centered of our life currently. So, join us for this ride. You have no other choice. You do have a choice. Wait, babe, one more question. Yeah. Do you have that book 
still about the questions that I asked before you get married? Yes. Or you want to start dropping some gems? Yeah, maybe that? we should take a question out of there mm-hmm. and hit it in an All episode. Right. You, okay, you want to start it start it today or you want to start it next time? We'll start it next time. So All get right. get yourselves ready. I was gonna say what get a pen and paper, on? get your note app and your phone ready. Yeah. Or I don't know how what your Androids do. But whatever note app y'all got on it, yeah, get, get that. No shade, because you know I just haven't had an Android in a long time. Um, yeah, so we're gonna start gearing more of our content towards the premarital type stuff. Join us. Let's have a good old time, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna be fun because it's us, the Buffet Podcast. Yeah, with your favorite pod- podcasters, Brandon and Siandra. Episode. 114. I learned at work. This is getting real random. No, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. The peace sign is flipping somebody off in Ireland. Oh, I thought it was a UK thing. Oh, well, maybe it is all of UK. But my coworker who is Irish was like, when I used to see people put up the peace sign, I was like, they don't even know what they're doing. Oh, is it a gang sign? Yeah. Yeah. You ain't know that? I did not know that it was flipping people off. Oh, yeah. I knew, yeah. Oh, you knew that? Yeah, I knew, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if y'all didn't know like me. You said what? I, th- I thought that was a funny piece of information. Oh, like, I thought you said that was well-known information. Well, I ain't know. Oh, I mean. I'm part of the I well. Know. Yeah. I guess it's not. That's one of those things you don't know. You. That's one of the things you didn't know you know into someone. Yeah. Like, it seems like something that would be in a random fact. Factoid. Yeah, because when I was a kid, it was this one. What is that? This is supposed to be flicking people off in Chinese. Is it? Yeah, that's the, pinky? the one. That's the one that I learned as a kid. I ain't never heard of that one. Okay, we were just on different sides of the internet. I and guess the so. World the whole time. Hey, yo, Asian listeners, is that true? Is the is the pinky up sign, which which is the international symbol across I thought across the world of like bouginess and like dang, has that been Loki been like an F the Asian people type? Wow. When they been doing it? I don't know. The pink, the pinky. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I, another factoid is we on factoids. I just <laughs> found out. That women don't know what a selective service is. Gentlemen, if you have a woman in your life in any shape or form, ask them if they know what the selective service is. I asked Siandra, she had no idea what selective service was. Uh that's weird. I didn't think that. I didn't know that if she didn't she didn't know what it was. Um, so I'm not going to say what it is because I want y'all to do homework and ask the man in your life if you didn't know. Uh, interesting piece of information. Very interesting piece of information. Dang, that's crazy though. That they didn't know because they ain't got to do it. Yeah. But yeah, for that's real. That's my son, privilege. Yep. That is woman's privilege for now. Okay. For now, for now. That being said, hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Buffet Podcast with your favorite host, Brennan and Siandra. My baby's hungry. If you haven't already, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Tell everybody that you know and everybody that you don't know, too, to watch and subscribe. Yeah. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next time. Peace. But not with the fingers, because that's bad words.